How long has it been since you had seen Fast and the Furious? I have never seen Fast and Furious. Oh, you ne- that was that was your first life. time. Last night was my first viewing. Oh. So yeah, it was uh, it was kind of amazing. I'm very excited to talk to you about it. I'm, so yeah, it's it was something, man. <laughs> that that makes me so much more excited to, yeah. to do this. Okay. Yeah, cool, cool. All right, okay, all right. Well, welcome back. How long had it been since you had seen Fast and Furious? Uh, I mean, I probably watched them like I, I started doing this like a couple of years ago. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Because I've gotcha. always wanted to do this. Yeah. Like all <laughs> ten thousand movies or however many there are. Like I wanted, I was gonna put it on YouTube or something. So. Oh wow. Okay. We're achieving a dream of mine. Yeah. Good. Well, I'm I'm so excited that I get to finally make that happen with you. <laughs> a comedic dream of mine. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Aim high. All right. Well, welcome back. Episode 20 28. 8. Yeah. Okay. I thought I I thought I saved it as the wrong number. I was like uh, 28. Okay. okay, cool. Cool, cool. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot, man. All right. 20, well, that's how old I am. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, you are yeah. older than me. I always forget yeah. that. Yeah, you're yeah. slightly older than me. But we both have summer birthdays. Right. Yeah, cuz your birthday is what five days after mine? Uh, well, when's your birthday? But, <laughs> June twenty eighth. <28th. laughs> oh yeah, yeah, because mine's July second. Okay, okay, so four days, yeah. So there's but prob- you were born in ninety two, right? Yeah, but I was born ninety two, so you were born okay. ninety one. Yeah, yeah, I was. So. so you're literally like a year older than me. A year and four. Yep, yep. A year yeah. and four days. Yeah, a year and four days. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um. All right. So, uh, welcome back. We have got an exciting one. I'm very, I'm actually super excited because we were just talking before we started, and it has changed the whole demeanor of this episode. So I'm really excited, um, Mitch. Before we start getting some questions going, you wanna you wanna do what you're drinking? Get our yeah, throats? let's do that. I am thirsty. Yeah, I'm. I actually um, am super thirsty right now. No, I am too. Um, I have a. Uh, I, I picked out a nice Dos Equis. Yesterday, oh. I went to the liquor store, and I picked out this giant thing. It's 24 ounces. Got the, so got the like tall the size boy. of like two beers. So I'm very excited about that. Uh, Dos Equis is a good beer, man. It's a good Mexican uh, Mexican beer. They didn't have like singular cans of the Dos Equis uh, Amber, which is like my favorite. Yeah, but that one's better. This one will do, though. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, what about you? What you got? Uh, so I got from a beer company that I keep going back to because they sell a bunch of beer around here, which is the Great Lakes Brewing Company's ah, Oktoberfest. Yeah. Dude, Oktoberfest, tis the season. Tis yep. the season, and I think that I like summery October beers a lot more than winter beers. I do too. I do too. Definitely not pumpkin beer. I mean, I'll definitely, let's go ahead and get that out of the way. Fucking hate beer that has anything to do with pumpkin. It is always shitty. I kind of like pumpkin beers. Oh, dude, I (laughs) cannot do it. I mean, I did just recently find out that I actually do like oatmeal stouts. Uh, Oatmeal stouts are pretty good. So maybe I need to go back and try a a pumpkin-y beer. 
maybe, maybe. But no, I'm, I'm such a, I'm such a white girl, man. I love everything about the fall <laughs> flavors. I'm a big pumpkin spice guy. I'll, I'll put in my coffee. Pumpkin beers are amazing. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, that's fair. You know, it's fair. I just think you know. But the thing about this beer is, I do really like this beer. Now, I did fuck up a little bit because I wanted it to be cold. I left it in the freezer a little bit too long. Because mm, okay. it is ice fucking yeah. cold. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is the coldest beer I've ever had. But Ooh, I think the good. reason I like this beer, and I think particularly I tend to like Oktoberfest beers, is they just taste like like a good beer. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. tastes like beer you should be drinking, you know. Um, but, uh, yeah, it is, uh, yeah, it's good. There's nothing interesting about this beer at all. But it's okay. It's okay. Good. Yeah, no, I'm I'm always a big fan of Oktoberfests. I don't know if I've ever had one that I didn't like, except for the Sam Adams. Okay, I thought of one. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't like Sam Adams very much. Not at all. at all, man. And I don't really know why. Yeah, I don't know. Their beers just taste they they kind of all taste the same to me. Yeah, and they're more like they're they're kind of bitter. I don't know what it is. I I, I couldn't put my finger on it, but. Um, all right. Anyway, cool. Okay, good stuff. You got yourself a nice Oktoberfest. I'll have to check that one out. Um, I'm still in summer mode with my uh, Dos Equis yeah. light lager. Your, uh, your, your cerveza. <laughs> cerveza, yes. Yeah, I'm still in summer mode because next weekend I'm having the... the you're going to make fun of me so bad, and this is why I wanted to, to let you know. Um, I'm having a Jimmy Buffett party next weekend. <laughs> I am so excited about it. I've been getting ready for it. I made a playlist. We got some decorations. I bought a Margaritaville blender so I can make like margaritas, but it actually has the Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville logo on it. Yeah, the official license. <laughs> it's official. Margaritas. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I went, we went out and got some decorations. Actually, that's why I bought this land shark flag that's like behind me right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you've noticed that, but yeah, that's for the party. It's going to be so, so dope, man. We're, that's funny. We're having a bunch of friends over just like wearing our Hawaiian clothing and shit. I bought a bunch of lays. It's going to be a real dope white time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a very fun white people thing. <laughs> right. Oh, man. I'll, I'll, I'll send you the, the playlist that i've been working on because it is so stupid (laughs) (laughs) it is nothing it's nothing but jimmy buffett country songs about drinking and uh a little bit of reggae thrown in and the baja men a lot of baja men (laughs) a lot of baja men (laughs) who buddy that you've Uh, you've piqued my interest but that does (laughs) that sounds ridiculous i would do the same thing but mine would be like a fucking game of thrones party yeah right you know and i'd make people like bring livestock to slaughter <laughs> over a fire you know so i get yeah, it yeah i get it mine's one step below that i guess <laughs> yeah my mind would just be a little like too much little, yeah a little much we'd have like actual fights to the death like yeah right <laughs> we'd have trial by combat <laughs> Okay. Anyway. All right. Well, that's what we're drinking. So, let's uh, let's get some questions in here. I have got some lightning round questions for you. Okay. Perfect. Number one: If you had one hour to live, what would you do with your final hour? An hour? Yeah, just one hour. Like you, you find out like a a giant hurricane is coming, or like comet is gonna like pl- crash into the earth okay i got a good one 
I would watch every commercial that the freecreditreport.com guys made. Oh, that's a good one. Do you remember that? <laughs> yep, absolutely. Yep. So, yes, and I've sir. seen the uh, I, I've seen the YouTube video with like the compilation of yeah. all of them. So good. <laughs> I found that yesterday, and I was listening to it. Like I was watching them, and I just remember like. Uh, after because everybody remembers the first one with them in the pirate costumes at the at the yeah. like seafood restaurant. After that, though, I like they're I mean they're amazing. Like they're the best oh, yeah. jingles ever. <laughs> yeah, and I like that everyone is like a different genre. Like they have the rap one. Yeah, they like have the like a, a rap one. That spells free. Creditreport.com, baby. Exactly. Free credit report.com if you're still around. Uh we would like you to sponsor us. Um <laughs> I don't know what that band's doing, um, but they really need to be like submitted into like the rock and roll hall of fame for like the best jingles ever made. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely, man. They're uh, they're earworms. They stick around. So I Freecreditreport.com is still around. It's a, it's a business, yeah. Oh okay. I'm on their website right now. Well, so I'm gonna sign up. What's my credit report? <laughs> I gotta see. I gotta see my credit score. The rest of the podcast is just me filling out like a survey about like my financials. Yeah, we're just going over your credit. Well, you see what you gotta do. You gotta diversify. You only got diversify your portfolio. So I would I would watch that ten minute compilation six times. That is probably a good idea. That's a really good way to way to end it. Yeah, I mean, I because what the fuck? I have an hour. I can't really commit to anything. Yeah, exactly. Right. I can't yeah. fit a movie in. No, you can't even finish a whole movie. Yeah. So I could probably listen just... to a album. Yeah, maybe watch like two and a half episodes of The Office. Yeah, which yeah. which could be all right. I would definitely drink right. while doing. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, I would just. I was gonna say drink or maybe even like hard drugs. Like I'm gonna die in an hour. Might as well pick up some meth. <laughs> Never tried heroin. Let's see what that's all about. <laughs> Might as well pick up some meth. <laughs> Might as well get some meth. <laughs> uh, okay, good answer. Good answer. I think I would have the same answer. Mostly just like get really high and watch The Office. Yeah, just um, fuck off. Like what? Like yeah. it doesn't matter at that point. So right, exactly. Uh, <laughs> question two. This is a weird one. Would you rather drink a glass of pee a year, or would you rather have a drop of pee be in everything you drink for the rest of your life? Oh fuck no! I would drink a glass of. I would, <laughs> you would do drink a, one glass of pee a year. Yeah. So so really, it's hold on. <laughs> so it's basically you drink a glass of pee a year for the rest of your life. Yeah, for the rest of your life, which is hopefully in about an hour. <laughs> right, which apparently there's only an hour. Um, or have a little bit of pee in everything you drink Yeah, for the rest of your life. Yeah. No, I just drink. I would just get it all out of the way. It's like mm. tax season. I'd go file my taxes, <laughs> walk out, walk down to my car, get my jug of pee, and just knock back a glass of pee and then move on. <laughs> Every tax season, it's a tradition in the uh, yeah. Eli household. Yeah, uh, that's awesome. I, I I think I have the opposite answer. I, I want a tiny bit of pee in everything I drink, mostly just because if it's only a drop, you don't even know it's there. Yeah, you but can you forget will forget about you it. You won't taste it, but you'll know up here, and that's the that would fuck with me too much. I'd be like, I it, I would in my head, I would be like, now a glass of water, you would definitely notice a couple drops of pee. I don't know. I don't know. I, I think you would. I think <laughs> it would have would. a weird taste for sure. But 
I mean, it depends on how hydrated the person is. But my whole thing That's is true. mentally it would fuck with me because I'm like, well, I haven't had water without pee in it in 10 years. I don't remember what water <laughs> is. What water tastes like. Yeah, it would fuck with me up there. So I would just want to just down a thing, uh, you know. Yeah. Pour I don't some know, vodka man. in there and just I couldn't do it. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Like like the worst dare. Yeah. Like drinking. Do it like a Jaeger bomb. Just put like <laughs> fucking a thing of Jaeger, drop it and uh it's not a bad idea actually. That'd make it better. Uh okay. <laughs> All right, that was that was weird. Uh, I don't know why I asked that. Uh <laughs> Question three. If you had to be stuck on a deserted island with Steve Harvey or or Logan Paul <laughs> who would you pick you have to pick one I think I would pick Steve Harvey and here's why I would pick Steve Harvey because innately I don't think I I would have a lot to talk about with Steve Harvey Oh yeah if I'm stuck on a deserted island it would be like me and him and I would just be like okay I, I could see myself liking Steve Harvey by the end of that experience. You know what I'm saying? Hmm, like, if we okay. talked it out and, you know, maybe at the end we'll just be like, you know, we view things differently. But, you know, it's it's cool. Like, you're a, you're a prominent, you know, black figure. That's important. Um, mm-hmm. you're, you're, a, you're a black man on TV. And, you know, that doesn't always happen a lot. Um, right. You know, you, you have an importance. And I think, see, like, we could come to an agreement. Me and Logan Paul... I would just be like, hey, why did you film a guy that killed himself <laughs> for your vlog? Ooh, well, yeah. yeah, I'd be like, no, that's fucking dumb. You're you're a piece of shit. I just think in yeah, Logan's exactly. Paul, in his essence, he is a piece of shit. Whereas I think Steve Harvey is just misguided. Yeah, I completely agree. Like, you know, even despite you and Steve Harvey's differences, like you can't argue with the fact that he's a prominent member of, you know, celebrity culture. And even his early stand up was watchable. It was decent. It was pretty good. Like, that's why he's a legend for a reason. He's so he would entertain you. He would entertain the hell out of you. Yeah, he is a funny guy. Like, I don't think that he's like completely untalented. (laughs) Right, right. You know, and that's the difference. Right. So that's the difference between him and then Logan Paul. Who Logan Paul, I just think is a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I, 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 agree. I, I see no redeemable uh, qualities other than he's a human. Like, right. <laughs> yeah, that's a good answer. So that's was Charles answer. Manson. And, uh, yeah. Uh oh. Logan Paul <laughs> is Charles Manson. <laughs> Title of the Hot take. Hot take. <laughs> <laughs> Unpopular opinion. Uh, uh, good answer. So, I feel the same way because I just, yeah. So I would ask you that question, but you don't feel as strongly about Steve Harvey or Logan Paul as I do. Yeah, um, exactly. So, but I, well, I don't know if you feel as strongly about anything as I feel about most <laughs> mundane things. That is accurate. <laughs> <laughs> that is a hundred percent true. So is there any duo that you would have a hard time picking between? Oh, so man. would you rather be stuck on a desert island with me drunk ranting about Steve Harvey or me drunk oh. ranting about Logan Paul? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I think, yeah. The, the that's, ultimate, a, that's a tough one. Yeah, you're, you're pretty much <laughs> fucked either way because I will not shut up about it. Exactly. <laughs> I think I would just choose to end it. Like, uh, I, Well, I mean, if we're on a desert island, I would eat you. I would like kill you yeah pretty fast you'd just like, cast well, away to. like, like <laughs> build a raft and just peace out 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, Mitch, we've been here like four hours. I don't care. He was he would not shut up about Logan Paul. <laughs> he just wouldn't let it go. <laughs> Clearly, the conversation had moved on. Exactly. So <laughs> it's just me on the island, like and another thing. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if I have a man, yeah, any two celebrities that I or people that I hate that much that I could like boil it down to being like, ugh. I would. Yeah, I. I now you do get pat like you will do my thing. You will do it. It's just rare, and I don't. You don't do it enough, so I never remember what it's about. But you will get pissed about stuff. Of course I will. Yeah, I will. But it just takes the right thing. And it's it's so rare that I don't remember the last time I got like super up in arms about somebody like Logan Paul or anybody like that. So. No, I, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> well, fair enough. But that is that is a hilarious question. I love how there's this fucking mantra. Like it. I just realized like the other day, like talking to other friends about like. So apparently everyone is just totally aware that I hate Steve Harvey. So I have been drunk enough to rant about Steve Harvey and not remember. <laughs> so apparently everyone is well aware of my Steve Harvey uh, thing. Uh, but I do not recall telling most people about yeah, it. So right. I just love that like all of my friends know that I hate Steve Harvey. Yeah, it's just right. the weirdest thing. <laughs> Uh, here's something that I'm not like super passionate about it. Here's something that uh, uh, will get me a lot of shit, but the it's something kind of topical. The new Tool album came out this past week. Oh yeah, and I and I could not give a shit about Tool, man. I hate it. Yeah, I mean <laughs> it is unlistenable. Like I have, I man, okay, it's <laughs> that not makes, unlistenable. It's it is unlistenable. Uh, my friend Nick was uh, we were, I was driving with him and he put on this uh, this new album called or uh, called the Lennon Claypool Delirium. You've probably yeah. heard of that. Yeah. So. I couldn't stand it. It was like weird proggy, like the timing was all over the place. And it was just like, man, that kind of stuff, I just don't understand how people like it because it's just like, there's not a distinct time signature. There's nothing to dance to. I just want to dance, man. Right. Like, (laughs) you can't like enjoy that. It it requires too much thinking. And that's how I, that's how I feel about Tool. Uh, You know, I mean, look, uh, yeah. Like, I mean, I disagree, <laughs> but that's that's just how people view music differently. Like, here's the thing, though, is I had, you know, because they blew up. They re-got popular because of mm-hmm. putting their music on Spotify in this new album. So they totally got, like, re-famous over it and made a shit ton more money. Um, But... Anytime I've talked to people about Tool, my whole thing is like, I really, really like Tool. I really do. They're all super great musicians. Danny Carey is one of the best fucking drummers ever. At least modern drummers. is Technically better than most. However, yeah, I'm not going to listen to Tool every day. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, cool, they wrote a song in like 12-7, but like... I'm, you know, I can't listen to that 
Exactly. It's too much day. to digest. And I also feel like part of their... So it's, it's the same reason I hate Rick and Morty, because Rick and Morty fans are the worst. Tool fans are so annoying. They're so pretentious. They're like, mm, I like Tool. I'm, I'm smart because I like smart music. Whereas like, I feel like most of them are just like, they don't really like it. They just say they do because they're supposed to. Kind of like um, Captain Beefheart. Like, Nobody actually likes Beefheart, but you're supposed to like Beefheart, so you can't shit on him because he is a legend for a reason that someone made up. Well, I will, <laughs> I will back, I will back that argument to the degree of like that's how I feel about Radiohead. I think Radiohead's okay. fucking terrible. I do not Absolutely. know why. I don't know why they're so fucking popular. <laughs> uh, all their songs have like seven notes and is really quiet, <laughs> and I don't get it. Yeah. But that's what it comes down to, right? It's just it's just a matter of opinion. That's the the subjectivity of music. I will say, like I have to concede, and this is usually how I view the argument, is like I have to concede that Radiohead, for whatever fucking reason, has a giant fucking influence on music. Okay, I yeah. have to concede. And you may have to concede that Tool is one of the better, most musically complicated new metal bands to have come out of the 2000s. Okay, I can concede that. Right. We can agree But there. that doesn't mean that you're going to be like, yeah, dude, fucking put on Latteris, man. <laughs> yes. Put on some skizzle. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That was my Tool Or something like that. No, I, I, I like Tool, but I agree. I think it's all about taste. Now, I will put on tool and i'll fucking vibe to that shit because every now and then i do want to hear somebody playing 12 9 i'm making up time signatures these aren't real, <laughs> right um you know it's cool and it and i think that you're right it, it's not easily digestible so it has to be the mood that you're in i do like i have a tendency to listen to music that is a little bit harder to digest because i think when i don't know what's coming next in a song i feel my brain working more and it's making me engage the music more intensely so i'm actually listening with what they would refer to as like an active ear as opposed to like mm -hmm. a passive ear right that's true so i, I guess enjoy it, that. yeah there are multiple ways to listen to music and like when i like when i'm at work listening to music like i have to put on something that's familiar because like i it's i it can't be like the thing i'm thinking about you know it, it it's gonna be kind of background noise yeah so that's why i put on you know jimmy buffett <laughs> when i'm at work god damn it <laughs> Uh, You're my brown-eyed girl. <laughs> Cheeseburger in paradise. I love mine oh, with lettuce and tomato. Yeah, what? That's a cheeseburger, I, dog. I am so jealous of Jimmy Buffett. Like, Dude, can we I just say that for a second? Point. If I could be any musician in the world, it would be Jimmy Buffett. That motherfucker right? wrote a song about a cheeseburger. And there is no deeper meaning. It is about exactly. a fucking cheeseburger. He reads his he, order. It's the chorus of the song. Like he wrote, he wrote subpar music and got so rich off of it. And then also, like his whole following is just all about like being chill and smoking a little doobage. And like his whole mantra is his whole thing is just like let's just all be cool, man. Like and uh, his fans are the best. Let's see. And as a tool fan. I could I could stand up and say I think that's why we're Tool fans because that is so <laughs> fucking annoying. Oh, I know. Stupid. I'm saying it is so annoying. Yeah. But let's say he's got it made. He's the Logan Paul of 
<laughs> island music. I mean, right place, right time. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, I look, I don't, I don't want to shit on Jimmy Buffett too hard and compare him to Logan Paul. But. <laughs> right. Okay. So we, we had way too many tangents there. I'm sorry. We got a yeah, real, we got real off track. <laughs> Anyways. All right. Um, I'm just going to be honest with everybody. I would say 75% of the time I forget we're doing a podcast like whole, like hundred <laughs> yeah. percent sincerity. We will be talking, and I'll be just looking at those gorgeous eyes, and we'll just be bullshitting. You're too kind. And then I'm just like, oh, shit, I'm recording this entire thing. Which yeah, is, exactly. Why is, this, why is there a mic here? Yeah, I'm like, why am I talking into this thing of pantyhose? Oh, that's my, <laughs> that's my windscreen. Um, right, right. So, my pop filter. Uh, this is gonna sound real good. Yeah, yeah. I don't think pop filters work. Can we talk about this? Like this kind of. Pop, <laughs> sure, sure. I don't think it, it works. It doesn't work as good as. Uh, like your others. Mic. I mean, mine has a built-in pop screen, exactly, so, or pop pop filter in the in behind it. So, and I think those work way better. I don't think this actually does anything. <laughs> It does. It, it it would be you would be surprised if you were going. You know, if you were raw dogging it, then it would be way worse. <laughs> oh, Isn't that man. what you call it when you use a microphone without a pop filter? <laughs> raw dog. I, you know, I think that is what they call it. You know, I think that is what they say. That's where that term came from. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought. <laughs> All right. Well, anyways, we got to get into the reason that we are gathered here today. Oh, yeah. Me and Mitch, I've had a dream to watch and review and critically analyze and review all, I don't know, 76 Fast and Furious movies. <laughs> because I remember when the first one came out. I remember when the second one came out. And I remember when the third one came out. And by the third one, everyone was kind of like, they're still doing those movies? I mean, there's what ten now. <laughs> like, I think there's eight. a well, there's a there now. There's a whole fucking sub. There's a B plot of movies. It's like the MCU for fucking cars. Oh, really? Are they? They're doing movies based off of that. Well, like Hobbs and Shaw. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, that's not a mainline Fast and Furious movie. It's just right. taking two of the main characters from. I didn't know they were two of the main characters. I thought it was just like a movie that was like, "Hey, Fast and Furious was pretty good, right? Let's make a movie exactly like that." I thought it was. I didn't know they were that that related. Dude, there is an ethos with it. That's why I want to watch them because I'm telling this is it is the MCU of for fucking cars yeah no i've heard i've heard that from the little bit that i've you know watched and uh it uh digested and uh researched apparently there's like this there's also a a subplot where like there's people out there that are like oh if you watch them all in the right order it won't make sense you you have to watch them out of order like you have to start with three and then you know whatever and whatever so yeah this goes like this is we're talking like some uh some star wars level like (laughs) right right Yeah, so, and I just, you know, as being a person who shit all over them, like, for years, but you know what I told myself, Mitch? You know what I told myself? I said, I've never actually seen more than the first two, so maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I fucked up somewhere. Could be. Let's give it a shot. So, yeah. we're starting it today. Our, our what you thinking is we're going to figure out what we're thinking about the number 
one Uno original OG Fast and Furious movie because we both watched it and we both review it and I would assume we both have notes. Oh yeah, oh yeah, got lots. Absolutely. Of notes. <laughs> so we're we are going to talk about the first Fast and Furious movie, <laughs> and this will not be the last time we do this. My goal is to do all of them. Yeah, yeah. Now, we're not going to do them all back to back because that would be fucking dumb. That would alienate a portion of the (laughs) listeners that are being. The 12 people (laughs) that listen every week would be really upset. They'd be really upset. Like, ah, man, I can't believe they're doing another fast episode. Before we get going, Mitch, overall, did you like it? Did you enjoy this movie? Yes, I enjoyed it. Okay, that is also my answer. I surprisingly found myself getting into this movie at times not all the time mm-hmm. but i did enjoy this movie so yeah, i agree there were enough what, like the action was cool enough so what were we gonna say well i was gonna say like so so regalus what did you enjoy about it i liked that the the action shots were done really well um that's about it. <laughs> the action scenes were really cool. They were thrilling. Um, they were, yeah, they were they were shot well. There was a decent enough story to keep me like a little bit invested. Um, although the most of the subplots sucked and the dialogue sucked, but uh, no, I like the the action scenes were enough to you know the, 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 yeah they they were worth watching it based off of the the action scenes alone. Like the chase scenes were all pretty cool. Right, right. So, okay, so, uh, well, so, and this was your first time watching the Fast this and Furious. This was my first time ever watching Fast and Furious. So you haven't um, seen a single Fast and Furious movie? Nope, never. Prior to last night, I had not seen a single Fast and Furious movie. And here's my, my biggest takeaway was that I wish that I had seen it when they came out. Because the first thing I want to note about the movie is that it was littered with like early 2000s pop culture references. I mean, like, Ja Rule is in it. <laughs> ja Rule is in it. And they, they just don't make sense anymore. Like, I, I noticed like the one dude was wearing a Von Dutch shirt the whole time. And I was like, oh, fucking Von Dutch. Remember that? And I was like, yeah. no. I was like, yeah, Ashton Kutcher wore a Von Dutch trucker hat. Everybody wanted one in, in the early 2000s because of yep. punk. Like, you remember? <laughs> so. Just the early 2000s references alone were like overwhelming. That and if I had watched it back then, I would have liked it a lot more because first of all, right. the references would have made more sense, and also I was 13, like when the movies came out, so I, I wouldn't have cared about you know the bad dialogue or the the plot holes because I would have just been like, oh, fast cars, action scenes, Vin Diesel tits, yeah. <laughs> As a 13 year old, when I first saw this movie. That was my exact reaction. <laughs> exactly. I thought it was the coolest fucking movie in the world. Oh, yeah. There was cars. There was girls. They say the word oh, yeah. <laughs> to really date the movie. They only say it once, but it's in there. Oh, yeah. I, t- I totally forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, okay. So that's so I'll go ahead and run through the plot a little bit. Like, not very long, because right. <laughs> trust me, it is not Citizen Kane. Uh Essentially, Paul Walker uh, plays an undercover cop. He infiltrates the street world. Um, you don't know that right away. They, they, I actually think they do a good job of 
not giving you enough information. I knew that right away because I saw I made the mistake of going on the IMDb page and just oh. like the very first sentence was like undercover police officer Jesse O'Connor or whatever. It was like, ah, oh, shit, I ruined it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that probably in the trailers and in a lot yeah. of the bios, like, so maybe that's there. But anyways, undercover cop infiltrates the street racing world, befriends Vin Diesel's character who is a very prominent racer and a, uh, I guess I, I don't know why that friendship is so important but it happens there's there's a bond and then that bond causes a lot of trouble because there are street racers who are stealing uh, trucks basically right. the cargo from semi trucks so basically that whole plot plays out and just how this undercover cop does it. So the first thing I want to say, though, is the thing that I actually, to this day, still really enjoy about the movie, and it's about the first half of the movie. It's an undercover cop movie. I love that. Like, yeah. this, You know the scene where he snuck into uh, Hector's garage and, and uh, Vin Diesel and that guy that doesn't like him find him? And they got a shotgun to his face, and they're yeah, like, what are yeah. you doing? Right. Um, I love that scene, because that all of a sudden turns into, like, The Departed. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> so those moments, I'm, I fucking vibe on. Yeah. So it's weird, because I'm almost like, could, a, could the writers have done a way better movie if they took out the cars and just, <laughs> at, and just made a detective undercover cop movie? Right. Because like, yeah. those parts, I think, hit pretty well. Um, but I, so I have a list of notes, so that, I just wanted to get that out of the way, but I wanted to go through each note I made. Okay. Okay. So, uh, I don't have that many. So my first note is Panasonic underlined in like a thousand exclamation points because there is a truck full of Panasonic and I don't know how much (laughs) they had to pay to get their fucking branding in this movie. Right. But they say Panasonic or show a Panasonic device 7,000 fucking times in this movie. <laughs> he counted 7,000. <laughs> it blows my mind. Right. Because we don't think about it now because I don't even know if Panasonic is a very big electronics dealer anymore. But boy, my fucking God, were they in the early oh, 2000s yeah. when this shit came out. They were the, they were the Apple of early 2000s technology. <laughs> they were, um, that is, yeah, that's awesome. I didn't realize that, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's like the opening one of the one of the first shots you see is a truck full of Panasonic DVD players, <laughs> boom boxes, fucking, and I was just like, Jesus Christ! Like, right, right, that's awesome. Uh, um, Panasonic flip phones, like, <laughs> right? It and just like I'm like, God damn, that is some branding. <laughs> right, it's it's like if, if <laughs> it's just like if a movie somebody was stealing Coca-Cola and literally you saw Coca-Cola, <laughs> you know, Panasonic isn't that kind of brand, but if it was Coca-Cola, it would be ridiculous. Oh yeah. Right. 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 <laughs> okay. My first note that I have, and I, I may need you to clear me, clear something up for me here. Thought it was ridiculous. That uh, one of the first scenes where he goes into like the auto body shop or whatever, and is like, he goes into that place and he's just like, how's the tuna? It's like the famous scene. Do they serve tuna at an auto body shop? Here's the thing. <laughs> I'm so okay. confused about that. Like, <laughs> I've We're never gonna... been to a mechanic that serves deli meat. <laughs> so here's the thing. All right. And if the tuna's bad, why eat it? Why continue to serve it? <laughs> okay, sorry. 
Please tell me. Tell me I'm wrong. I have put way, as I do, way too much fucking thought into it. So here's the thing. I'm going to read one note, which is that that first uh, car scene where they hijack the first truck. Okay, yeah. Amazing. Great fucking scene. Yeah, no CGI. Scene. All all car stunts. Like actual stunt people. It's it's incredible. It's an awesome scene in a movie. Yeah. Moving on, yes. Yeah, so Paul Walker's character goes to the place where that Vin Diesel runs. Yeah. So what it is, is kind of a, it's a grocery store. So it's not, it, it's like, this is one of the places that Vin Diesel's character owns. Okay. So they kind of work out of this grocery store. It, it's kind of like one of those old school, like, rest stop kind of vibes. Okay, you pull right. in, they could change your oil, they could fix something for you. Uh, and you could go in and like, you know, get some groceries. They apparently make tuna sandwiches, but the note <laughs> I have, the note I have is that tuna, tuna sandwiches are a major plot point of the movie. And here's why. If you have not seen Fast and the Furious, go back, watch that shit. If the tuna sandwich wasn't bad, it would not have mattered if he was there. Because that's the whole thing. Remember, they're like, the fucking tuna is terrible. <laughs> like, it was shitty yesterday. It's bad today. Paul Walker knows this. That's why he's eating the tuna sandwiches. Because he knows that they're all going to be like, oh, he's here for Mia, who is Vin Diesel's sister. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. So they're going to catch on. They're going to be looking at this guy like, wait a minute. That tuna fucking sucks. <laughs> why is he eating these tuna sandwiches? If the tuna wasn't bad... Paul Walker wouldn't be eating the tuna. He's eating the tuna <laughs> because I I know this tuna's shitty. But if I keep eating it, they're going to be like, "Why the fuck is this guy eating tuna sandwiches?" Because right. he's trying to infiltrate into the street. Right? Sure. He's trying to get to know Vin Diesel. He's trying to get with that crew. Yeah, that and makes the sense. Way, and his expertise, cop skills, <laughs> says, "Man, I got a tuna sandwich here, and it's fucking terrible. So if I keep eating this tuna sandwich every single day at the same time, they will start to wonder about me, and I'll get an in." In the, okay, that's okay. That makes sense. The way you so, put it that way. Whoever wrote this motherfucking movie <laughs> decided that Bad Tuna was going to be a major plot <laughs> device. And that blows my mind. That's that awesome. already, that I love awesome. it. <laughs> like, I fucking love it. But yes, yeah, so that's a major scene. And in that scene, when the the one guy, Vince, who doesn't like him, finally decides to challenge him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he throws around some colorful language that would not fly nowadays. <laughs> right. Uh, but decides to fight him over how bad the tuna is. Because <laughs> what does he say? Like, uh, next time go to go to in and out or I think it's a Subway or go somewhere else for your fucking sandwiches. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like that. it felt like the fight started because of sandwiches. Right, right. Which is amazing. <laughs> so, yes, but that, I'm glad you asked because I have thought this through. I was so confused. I thought it was like, because the rest of the movie, it looked like they were like operating their like, like auto body shop out of that same place. So, I thought it was like one of those weird, like, Sidebar, side subject, a couple weeks ago I went fishing and I went to a bait shop to get my fishing license and attached to this bait shop in freaking middle of nowhere, Indiana was you go on one side and it's a bait shop. You go on the other side and it's a barber. You can get your haircut and pick up a fishing license in the same spot. 
Yeah, I thought it was one of those. <laughs> wow, that is that is incredibly fucking That's an Indiana. Indiana story, right? Yeah, that really is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think you could be right. I guess I never thought of it. I thought that the, a lot of the work they were doing in the auto part place was just a part of his house. Like he has that garage on oh, his, yeah, on his land. I could be totally wrong. It could be that store, but I assume. It, especially in like I don't know South LA that there's a lot of stores like that. It's like right. we're kind of combining the two things that we own. Right, right. Um, <laughs> okay. But there is a relevance to it. It took me a while to figure out, but yeah, I don't think I quite got that. But yeah, okay. Uh, thank you for explaining it. What is your next uh, point? <laughs> so, so my next note is the audio sync is fucking terrible. You watch this on Netflix. I watched a DVD. I don't know how it, I don't know if you noticed or if it's just the DVD I had. Dude, the audio is at times completely out of sync. Oh, really? With the video? Yeah, I'm talking his mouth is closed. Like Paul Walker will be talking fast. Yeah. His mouth is fucking closed and there's dialogue. (laughs) Dang. Okay. That could be a DVD thing. I did notice that the at certain portions, like when there was an action scene or like music playing, like it was way too loud. And then when it was just dialogue, we had to fucking turn it up. And I I, I come across that all the time though. So I think it might be a weird setting on my TV. (laughs) True. Sometimes like movies don't translate well, but, but, even me, I listened to it with my Turtle Beaches, so I just had it up, cranked, yeah. to, to really get any nugget of, of oh, detail yeah. <laughs> I could get. And man, I am telling you that some of this, whoever did the fucking audio ruined it. There's overdubs. Like, there's clearly <laughs> them re-recording lines in post. Oh, yeah. I didn't, and I didn't realize that. Yeah, it, It's like the camera will be moving, and, and it's just like, yeah, Dom, we got to go get the thing. And it's like, yeah, we need to go get the NOS. Like, completely <laughs> different audio lines. Right, right. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I really think that they recorded that whole movie, and then at the end, they were like, fuck, I didn't hit record. And it's like, all right, we'll fix it in post. And they just re-recorded the whole shit. I mean, right. it is bad dude (laughs) it is terrible like and you're exactly right because what will happen is something will happen and they're trying to talk and you cannot hear what the fuck they're saying right right and like i yeah it i mean it blew my mind like it's pretty fucking lazy movie making like it's clearly also uh do you remember when they set up for the first drag race uh with everybody and when they race for the first time, is and that like, when the like when the shit goes south and the cops come? And yeah, the cops like, come they at all the take end. Off. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so uh, a lowly Pizza Hut delivery man pulls up to this, <laughs> and he's like, "What's going on?" And then it's like, "Go home, Pizza Boy. Find another <laughs> way home." And he's like, "Fucking street racers." My whole thing is like, "Look, I get that you're street racing. All right, that guy's delivering pizza." <laughs> He's delivering He's pizza job. in South LA. <laughs> All right. That's a pretty fucking hard job. Maybe you cut the pizza boy some slack. All right. 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 Just because <laughs> you're illegally point. street racing doesn't make you better than the pizza boy. I have a very big problem with that scene because it's like, oh, what a fucking loser. Right. And it's like, I got friends that deliver pizza, man. Like, that's a good way to make a living. Like, you're just exactly. being an ass. Yeah. And the only, and it's, yeah, coming from you guys who the only way you make your money is stealing electronics and like hijacking like delivery trucks full of engines and shit. Right. Like, you're no better than me. <laughs> right. Right. 
So that was a thing. I but I think that has been a motif in late '90s and early 2000 movies is to make fun of pizza delivery guys. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> and I I don't know, man. I just feel like that's shitty because you can make good money doing it. Yeah, right, right. Depending on where you're at, like you yeah. could you you can make a living off that. Yeah. But it's just kind of shitty. It's like, man, they just live pizza, <laughs> man. You got a shit all over. It's one of those. Well, it's one of those movies where they marketed towards like cool people, so they're gonna shit on people that aren't in the circle. Even kind of like that uh, that one dude that's in it that's good with the computers, so, like the younger guy. They shit oh, on yeah. him because he's a nerd and like. <laughs> well, and they he's do in a little bit. Well, yeah, but yeah, the, the, it's it's kind of like a you know early two thousands thing where like oh that guy's good with computers he must be a dork let's make fun of the dork <laughs> yeah and he's like real kind of um he's got like that nervous twitchy way of talking yeah and, like, right like stereotypical you know, nerd yeah he's like not as like cool and suave you know yeah like with the ladies like there's a whole scene with that but. Yeah, no, you're right. I I think that that is my biggest problem with the movie is that is that you could tell by the music, by the attitude, by the sunglasses and tits <laughs> that it's clearly meant for people who like cars yeah. and think that that is like the pinnacle of coolness. Right, right. Because my next note, my next note was car gibberish. Because, brother, they will be fucking talking, and I swear to God, none of that shit is real. It's like, right. oh, you got a 12-fan 12, 12 engine exhaust port, 389. Like, and I'm like, dude, there's no fucking way. Because right. I listen, I understand that, like, if we talk about, like, guitar shit, that people over, you know, might think that. But, dude, I'm... It's literally random words with random numbers. There's no right. way they follow all that. You <laughs> cannot know. Yeah. They're playing it up a little bit, yeah. They have to. You cannot memorize. There's no fucking way. I just right. do not buy it. I've heard car people talk, and I don't know what they're talking about. But it doesn't sound like that. <laughs> it doesn't sound like gibberish. And in right. this movie, everything is gibberish, which right. really makes me feel like that they either just like did like lingo or like yeah. slang or just or, like really yeah. just just lazy script writing all around like they couldn't they couldn't afford to hire a mechanic to just like look at the script and be like hey does this make sense because <laughs> the mechanic would have been like fucking no <laughs> yeah no you're just saying <laughs> random parts of a car this isn't real. it's like i don't know if you've ever seen on youtube like actual doctors review uh, oh yeah medical yeah, shows yeah. it's right. just like that it's like they're they're saying the most complicated way to say this when I would right. say it in two words. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I feel like <laughs> was possibly uh, happening. Oh, yeah, shit. for sure. Um, no, that's really funny. That's a good point. Um, also, my okay. Another point I wanted, I jotted down. I wanted to to bring up. Yeah. Is this a real thing where people are like? driving around street racing people like and having gangs against people that are of a different race than them did you notice that there was an asian gang there was a latino gang there was a white gang it was like it was like the bloods and the crips but like everybody was a different race and they hated each other like what well it's like in jail man <laughs> well that's what i was gonna say here's the yeah. thing is that one i don't think street racing is anywhere it used to be really popular it used to be a fucking problem yeah throughout the whole united states uh so it definitely used to be more of a problem around then now it's it's not as much uh i think people do it legally now yeah uh, as far as the race thing so southern california 
Um, it's not like everyone in Southern California walks around like segregated by race, <laughs> but like you said, and like the prison system especially, that is completely segregated. Yeah, and it's not true, like yeah. that throughout the whole U.S. So I think that, but see, not everyone is gay. Like Hector, like the Hispanic guys yeah. are just that. Like they're they just like cars. The Asian guys though, they're an actual gang, right? And then, like, Vin Diesel and all his people, they're not a gang. Uh, they have gang tendencies. They, they, st- the more that the movie goes on and you find out that they're the ones hijacking trucks, then they kind of turn into a gang a little bit yeah. more. But, like, the Asian, the Asian guys, like, they're an actual gang. Like, they're right. an outfit. Whereas, like, Hector and his guys, like, they're just, they're just, they just like cars. They're just, they hang out and with, with all the people they grew up with and kind of like respect their own culture. Yeah, right. So he they're actually my favorite part of the movie cuz they're the most <laughs> chill about shit. Like they're not shooting people. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah, so I think like but you're right, it is kind of a goofier premise because we don't really know Vin Diesel's ethnicity, <laughs> right? Like Right. He could be white, we don't really know. A lot of the women in the family seem to be like maybe maybe Hispanic too also yeah, Hispanic, like Yeah. It's all very vague and not really well defined. So I think it's like what's a way to what's a way to have plot? All right, have gangs that they have to deal with. Yeah. You know. Oh, uh so the major event in the movie that takes place in the third act, like the major pinnacle where shit really starts to pop off, yeah. is entitled Race Wars. <laughs> um and i found that to be a poor choice um, yep yep that's pretty bad yeah because you're totally right it actually goes back to exactly what you said like yeah. why do they call it race wars <laughs> like i don't think i just always think of the whitest kids you know bit where it's just like hey tim tim race war we're having a race war <laughs> Come on! I've not seen that, but I'll have to check that out. Okay, no, it's good. I'll send it to you. But it, okay. I mean, that's just what it is. It's like race wars, really? You are yeah. y'all already are like segregated, right. and now you're like going to a place to race cars. Right? You get there, they're just fucking like zigheiling and like. Oh God! We have a final solution to the problem. Like, <laughs> it, it's just fucking bizarre that they. It, it, that's the thing is like I think they had a. I think they had a decent script. I think they had a decent idea. But what what didn't happen was rewrites. So when that yeah. hit like a major studio exec's office, he didn't look at that and go, Race Wars? We can't fucking call it that. That's stupid. <laughs> exactly. The, it, 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 nobody changed that. And that's just yeah. bizarre. So there's moments of this movie that are really good and work. But if they had just thought about it for, I mean, two more minutes... It would have been a better movie because they would have like, well, let's like drop this cheesy thing we're doing. But let me ask you this, because really what this movie comes down to is it's a good movie. It's not shitty. It's not like the worst movie ever. Mm -hmm. Is this movie cheesy and cliche at times because it's not taking itself seriously? Or do you think that they're just really missing the mark at times? Yeah, no, that's that's a good question because um, like... One of the reasons I think it was so ridiculous to me is because it was so cliche and stereotypical. But I think, and I mean, I, I, I'm not, you, you could probably speak to this better than I could. 
I didn't see it in the context of when it came out. So I don't know if they were trying to take themselves seriously. My gut right. reaction is that they were trying to take themselves seriously. And but I mean I hope to God that they weren't because like if they knew how ridiculous they were being, then that would be the joke. Like that would that would make it an amazing movie. Like one of the one of the things I thought was so like awesome and so like so like ridiculous about it is that they played up every single stereotype. They're like, oh, there's the nerd stereotype. We're gonna have him. There's there also there's this one scene where he like puts a floppy disk into a computer. It's like a <laughs> yeah. close up of a floppy disk, and I was like, fuck, this movie is old. Like, is it gonna play up the nerd stereotype? And then they're like talking Wait. to this. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. My favorite part about that i forgot that as he does and then it's like a fucking like 3d cgi animation yeah, program yes. on a floppy disk exactly and it's right? like full fucking shit it's on a floppy disk <laughs> right right i forgot about that yeah so and then they also play up the the every single stereotype you could have they play it up the nerds the hispanics the asians the police chief that that was a big stereotype oh yeah the big black uh, also i wrote this down the guy that they cast as like the black police chief looks exactly like Carl Winslow. <laughs> oh, yeah. I had to do a double take. I was like, is that fucking Family Matters? <laughs> yeah, you're right. You know who they didn't play up? Didn't play up at all. Not a single bit. Who's that? Paul Walker. Good God. He yeah. is fucking bad, man. I did I didn't like yeah, him you think? in the movie at all. Like Well, I have good news for you. <laughs> If you didn't like Paul Walker, just wait. <laughs> just hold on, it gets better. And that's the whole thing. Like I remember when Paul Walker died, and everybody was like, "Rest in peace, Paul Walker. You'll be too fast, too furious in heaven." Like just bullshit like that. Right. But I'm like, bruh, unless he starts learning how to act, I don't really <laughs> give a fuck. Hey, besides the fact that he was like a person and a family guy, right, he had of a, course. he had children. That's terribly sad. Um, I don't know why he was popular though, because yeah. he fucking Vin Diesel and like everyone else, like the guy that played Hector, that dude is prominent as fuck. He has played in so many movies. Yeah. Amazing actors. Fuck, even Ja Rule didn't do too goddamn bad. <laughs> ja Rule, yeah, he kept up. He kept up. Paul uh, fucking Paul Walker uh, sucking the life out of every scene. Mm, yep, yep. <laughs> and he's just like, I am white man. I drive fast car. Like, that's just... Yeah, no, it, it is funny because like, he is supposed to be, like, the deepest character. He's, like, stuck in this undercover position yeah. where he's, like, he's got a love interest that, like, is on the, you know, uh, street racer side, but he's got a job and, you know. Um, also, this is my last weird tangent I wanted to bring up. Why did they, speaking of casting, why did they cast the girl, uh, so the guy, the girl that played Vin Diesel's girlfriend, Looks exactly like the girl that played Vin Diesel's sister. And I was so confused. There was that one yeah. scene where Vin Diesel was making out with his girlfriend. And I was like, holy shit, is he making out with his sister? That's disgusting. <laughs> and then it like zoomed in. I was like, oh, wait, no, I think that's supposed to be his girlfriend. Like, they, why did you do that? <laughs> yeah, that I thought about that, too. Also, my biggest thing was like Mia, who is his sister. I don't think that is that attractive. No, no. Right. I don't see why Paul Walker's like, I love you. Like, <laughs> why, bro? She ain't that cute. Right. I would try and fuck his girlfriend before I try and fuck his sister. Like, I don't exactly. understand. Fuck, I'd fuck the nerd dude. Like, he's <laughs> he's got something. Like, yeah, right? Yeah. 
I because she the girl who played Mia was in other movies around that time, and I never found her attractive. I found her actually quite abrasive and grating. I never really <laughs> liked her. Yeah. Um. No, that's fair. I yeah. I think that what this movie suffer from it did not age well. Right. That is a big big part of this movie. It did not age well. However, I think they had a cool idea because I think like the underlying parts of the movie, like kind of like the respect element of it and like, you know, like, you know, like being able to like earn your keep around and like there, I mean, there's like a lot of like decent themes that happen in the movie and you're right. Mm -hmm. It all centers around Paul Walker's character who is trapped in between two worlds and I think what's interesting is they did play on that, but we just don't... I'm not seeing it from him in scenes. I'm just right. seeing, like, a... a he he kind of seems dumb, straight up. He just seems like a dumb <laughs> white dude. Yep. His name's yep, might as well be that. fucking Kyle. And, like, he's drinking <laughs> a monster the entire time. Like Right. I mean, he drives around a car form of a monster anyway. <laughs> right. <laughs> like <laughs> So, I, I just think, all in all, that there was, like, really, really good ideas... Uh, that they could have elaborated on, but it seemed to fall victim to, you know, uh, what do people like? What do people like? Raves, EDM, bikinis. Yeah, uh, exactly. Guys with the lights on their hands doing the thing, you know. <laughs> right. They they just fall victim to not really knowing what direction. And, and I think that there is a part of them that's not taking it too seriously, but it's like maybe if they would have thought it through and took in themselves even a little bit more seriously, I think this could be like a movie that would actually be really good. Right. And I think they, I, I think one of the reasons I, I'm not going to give it so much shit is because they knew that they knew what they were making when they sat down to make a movie. They were like, we're going to make the hot, you know, action flick of the summer 2001. And, and that's all we're going to shoot for. Yep. Kind of like every, kind of like how everybody that, you know, everybody I hear talk about working with Michael Bay, even though Michael Bay gets so much shit, every single actor respects the hell out of him because that dude is a genius because he knows what he's about. Like, I'm not going to try to make a timeless film. I'm going to make a movie that's good now. A year from now, who cares? I'll be rich on an island. Yeah. <laughs> he got that milk money, y'all. <laughs> but no, I think you're totally right. I think you're totally right. And I think, like, movies can be fun and not be 2001 A Space Odyssey. Like, they don't, all movies right. don't have to be that. <laughs> exactly. And in the end, when I kind of, like, sat back and watched it, you know, I really liked the cars. I did. Like, I vibed yeah, on Yeah, I did them. too. Yeah, I'm not a big car guy, but even that was like, oh, this is badass, man. Yeah, I'm like, these cars are badass. And you yeah. kind of, like, understand the amount of work it takes to do it, to get, yeah. like, what they would call a 10-second car. Yeah. I saw the money and the time a little bit, so it made it element. So I think, I think all in all, that if I was, like, a movie producer or, like, a fan, I would be like, yeah, they could do another one of these. Maybe. Maybe. Sure. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. I know the second movie. You do not. I've never seen the second one, so oh. looking forward to it. I'm gonna strap in. The second one is gonna <laughs> is gonna. You're gonna have a stronger opinion on the second one for sure. Okay. For uh, sure, I'm very much looking forward to it. Yep. Um, all right. Well, I'm I'm super jazzed. I'm. We talked about Fast and Furious for an hour. <laughs> yes. We did it. We did it, guys. We're there. We're there. We we started this journey. I'm I'm ready for seven. 
I'm ready for when seven. we get to number seven, which is like midway through, it feels like. And yeah. we can look back and be like, oh my God, we've watched seven of yes. these fucking movies. <laughs> I'm really excited to see like how they even fucking try to relate these plots together. Oh yeah, right? Because <laughs> I have no fucking clue how they can do this. It's just, I, I don't know. I'm, yeah, I'm, no, that's awesome. This yeah. is why I've always wanted to do it. I'm just super curious how this, this movie franchise even came to be. So, all right. Well, that was what you're thinking. Uh, I give I give Fast and Furious seven bad tuna sandwiches out of ten. That's my rating. I give it. No, that's good. Yeah, I give it. Uh, hmm. I give it an eight. I give it an eight sandwiches out of ten. All right. All right. You're pretty <laughs> kind to it. You're pretty kind to it. Yeah, mostly just because, well, judging by your reaction to the previous ones or the, the ones after this i that's going to be way worse so i have to start kind of high yeah and then be generous <laughs> yeah i mean we'll see i don't know the second one was my favorite movie for a long time but uh okay in hindsight <laughs> i've realized that's not true too fast too furious too fast too furious three fast three furious <laughs> i wish they would have kept doing that four fast four furious that's a tongue twist faster furiouser yeah too fast or too furious it's just it's just like the fastest the furious and then it's like too fastest too furious like oh god they're really fucking up these titles i think there's i will admit so the fat the fast and the furious and then the sequel is too fast too furious that's That's fucking that's great marketing that's great (laughs) that really is really spot on amazing (laughs) and then i believe the third one it it literally is just the fast and furious semicolon Tokyo Drift. <laughs> right. And then I think the by the fifth, they just dropped the whole, you know, and the Furious. I, didn't they just call it Fast Five? Oh, yeah. Well, I think that was around <laughs> six or seven. But oh, you're okay, right, okay. because they they did the Fast and Furious four. I think they did the Fast and Furious, but I think it started to just become like the Fast Six or the Fast Seven. Yeah. Then it was like a Tarantino <laughs> series all of a sudden. <laughs> right. <laughs> So, uh, okay dope, dope I'm, I'm intrigued to get into this universe i'm excited oh yeah yeah now did you watch the post credit scene i know i didn't know there was a post credit scene there is, I, there's oh. nothing fucking to it it's it's okay. it's vin diesel's character getting away it's like he's driving oh, away i think he's okay. either in that car or a completely different car and it's basically him getting away so basically okay, well i kind of figured that would that's how it would end anyway because that's what they led you to believe right exactly <laughs> like but just the fact that this fucking movie like all like marvel's like oh we're marvel and we made the mcu and we're fucking geniuses it's like you're just stealing shit that the Fast and Furious did. It had a post-credit scene that led into the next movie. Right. You're not well, that smart. Know, the post-credit scenes in the Marvel movies are actually like kind of like, whoa, that's amazing. Whoa, yeah. And it sounds like the post-credit scene at the end of this was basically just like, just in case you car dumbasses couldn't figure it out, <laughs> Vin Diesel got away. You freaking chodes. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, literally, he's just driving out in the desert. I forgot to watch it, so I could be wrong. There could be more detail, but I doubt it. Yeah. Anyways, right. that was that was The Fast and the Furious. Um, I, I have such a weird fucking obsession for this, these movies. Um, all right, moving on. Mitch, uh, what have you been cranking besides that tasty, 
tasty early 2000s soundtrack that I believe included Rob Zombie and Limp Biscuit. <laughs> probably, probably. Yeah, mostly just a bunch of like underground, like it was bad. electronic, like basically just sandstorm. Like, yeah. It was just that the entire movie. I mean, it's yeah, bad. Exactly. That's the worst part of that movie is the fucking soundtrack. It's really bad. It's really bad. Um, <laughs> anyway, I have been cranking um, a band I've been recently getting into uh, called Dead Man Winter. Have you heard of Dead Man Winter? It does sound familiar, but see, the problem with like a lot of the band names that you throw out and a lot of the bands that you listen to is they all just all their band names sound the same they're pretty similar yeah i give you that yeah i mean they're good that's the problem is they're good band names but it sounds like i've heard it a thousand times before right 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 no that's a really good point anyway i'll just let you know uh dead man winner is the um current uh not even side project the main project of uh dave simonette from trampled by turtles uh oh so you might you you might dig it so the guy from trampled by turtles um he is doing like this like kind of like it's more of like a mainstream indie rock thing nowadays that's not is it's not like bluegrass inspired like tbt is um so if you're not hip trampled by turtles me and eli went to see them a very long time ago yeah super dope bluegrass show it was was amazing yeah it was a fucking great show yeah, they're like what did you call them? Like the Metallica of bluegrass. Oh yeah, they are, and I, that's not being hyperbolic. They are the Metallica of bluegrass. Like yeah. I've seen bands try. Like I've seen them on Facebook. Like it's all bullshit because those bands on Facebook that you see where they're like, and they're playing bluegrass and they look the part. It, it doesn't yeah. sound like bluegrass. These guys play bluegrass as fast as bluegrass is. And then faster. Right. Yeah. It's so fast that when we saw them, they didn't even have a drummer because what's a drummer supposed to do? Like, oh, you can't keep up. Nothing. <laughs> I mean, it really is just like a wall of of, of, of the grass, man. Yeah. It's a right. grass wall that's blue. <laughs> no, they're really yeah. great. They have a lot of really good songs. Um, yeah. So I read on the uh, the Wikipedia page that uh, Dave Simonette, in 2016, he went through a divorce, sadly, uh, and then kind of like put Trampled by Turtles on the back burner. They, they're they kind of like on a temporary hiatus right now. I don't know if you knew that. I thought um, so. So they have kind of like been slowing down with some stuff. But in the meantime, he has gotten more time to work on his like independent stuff, which he calls Dead Man Winter. Oh, okay. Um, which I think is amazing. So, I mean, it's the same... Same dude, his voice, uh, except he's just singing these kind of like cool indie rock songs, which is really awesome. So, and he's the lead yeah. singer, right? Yeah, he's the lead singer of TBT. So, because he used to before they even started TBT, he was in a punk band. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, That's cool. yeah. I mean, I I really would like to know more about that guy. I mean, he seems super interesting. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so um, yeah, that's cool. Uh, what about you? What have you been cranking? I have an interesting one. <laughs> okay, you um, always do. <laughs> yeah, right. It's never just like oh, I've been fucking meatloaf. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I have been cranking uh, a little band by the name of Pantera. <laughs> so I quit the podcast. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> 
You may remember them from that weird episode of SpongeBob. Um, what? Yeah, you don't know about that? I know. No, I didn't know you Pantera know. was on SpongeBob. Yeah, they did the what? music for an episode of SpongeBob. I had no idea. Yeah, it was. No. It was. Uh, yeah, it was. It was. It was after they had kind of broken up, so like the lead singer wasn't there because it was all instrumental, anyways. But yeah, it's the one where uh, Sandy trains SpongeBob. Yeah, okay. and she makes him do all those grueling exercises. Yeah, there's just fucking like double bass and dive bombs <laughs> from them. Like it's amazing. Wow. Yeah, so no, I uh, I was driving somewhere the other day. I didn't really know what music to put on, and I I was scrolling through my Spotify, and I realized I had a Pantera playlist. And I was like, sure, why the fuck not? And sure enough, just it just. <laughs> And I was just like, oh, I forgot how good this is. <laughs> so, yeah, I listened to every Pantera song I knew, and I just fucking rocked my shit out with Pantera. Okay. Um, right on. Any uh, any songs worth mentioning to put on the playlist? Yeah, I think you should put on. I think you should put on "Revolution" is my name. Okay. Because that's my favorite Pantera song. Because I could literally do the entire song for everybody right now. <laughs> like it, it, the riffs are so good, and it like turns on a dime. And like, I mean, they're an incredible band. I mean, I don't know. I, you you seemed not excited to hear about Pantera, but have you listened I'm to not Pantera? A metal guy. That's the thing. I've listened to enough Pantera to be like, okay, this is this is metal. This is good. This is this is fine. Like, it, yeah, I don't know, man. They're the, they're the beef heart of metal because. <laughs> Because like oh die back there I'll rest in peace like whatever like yeah okay I don't I, know it just uh, that that feels bad to say but well I no no I get I get what you're saying because I said the same thing about fucking Paul Walker <laughs> right <laughs> my whole thing is that I I guess if you watched videos of Dimebag just playing I think you would have a different appreciation for him um. My whole thing is just that I think Pantera basically almost single-handedly uh, etched out modern metal as we know it. Because if you listen to a Pantera song, I guarantee you it's going to sound like newer metal, like now. Like what the what the kids be listening, like Gent. Pretty sure Pantera okay. invented Gent. Because we were listening to a song <laughs> okay. the other day, and it was literally like a Gent riff. And yeah, I was okay, like, okay. I really think every, like, the hardcore scene, literally, that entire fucking scene is Pantera. I swear <laughs> okay. to God. Like, yeah. so I guess that's what's kind of cool about them is that they were just this group of guys that came out and just kept making really brutal, awesome metal music. And I think they just really etched out a particular way of modern metal. But they are brutal. They are loud. They are heavy. And you know it is it's it's definitely metal. Um, yeah. But I I mean if you want to get hyped at all though you got to listen to Pantera man like it is just <laughs> uh, uh, like I just uh, it comes from the fucking <laughs> dick dude that's Pantera. Know, dude. Didn't Dimebag Daryl have a Confederate flag guitar? Uh yeah, but <laughs> let's talk about that. 
Oh, I well, the lead singer got in trouble like a few years ago for doing a fucking Nazi salute at a concert. Did he? Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're terrifying. Like, I'm not even gonna front. Like, they're like, oh yeah, no, they're super cool. No, they're all fucking terrifying people. They're yeah, okay. <laughs> well, but but Dimebag, uh, he because he actually died in Ohio. Yeah, Wait, do you know how yeah, he died? I he died at a show, right? Didn't somebody shoot him at his own concert? Yeah, so I was actually, I remember, so when you were in high school, did you have a thing called, like, Channel One? Not high school, but maybe more like middle school age? No. So we I don't know what that is. We had this weird fucking thing called Channel One, and it was this weird, like, kids news network that we had to watch every morning. So <laughs> they would flip on Channel One, and they would update you about all the world's events, and then they would have fucking like yellow card on to do a song, uh, yeah. or like Switchfoot <laughs> would be on there and do a fucking wow, song or okay, some yeah, shit I'd like never that. Never heard of that. So we would be, but I remember literally the day that Dimebag Daryl died, or like the day <laughs> after, as we all go into school, and then we turn on Channel One, and they and they showed, I swear to Christ, the unedited footage what? of somebody jumping onto that stage and shooting him directly in the fucking face. Oh my god, dude. And I remember everyone was like, who's Pantera? Also, <laughs> oh my god. Right? Like, it What's was... a dime bag? Yeah. <laughs> dime bag Daryl. Well, I think even then we were all like, that's a pretty good name. But that's a pretty good name. Right, right. He shot him in the fucking face. Like, yeah, that's insane, dude. It was wow. the weirdest day. And I don't think it was so years and years later. I finally listened to Pantera and I was like, oh, Pantera. yeah, now I feel like more sad about that because right. he isn't a phenomenal guitar player. Yeah. Um, my my uh, my feelings about Pantera are as follows. One time you had a Facebook post where you said something like, I fucking love Pantera or something to that extent. And I commented, I don't know if you remember this. I commented, I said, I'm so proud of this. I said, I love their broccoli cheddar bowls. <laughs> oh, yeah, you, you did. Yeah, I love it too. I love, you you got to get the bread bowl when you go to Pantera. No, that was good because I remember even then I was like, God damn it (laughs) ruined a perfectly good post yeah ruined Uh, a perfectly good moment of me enjoying pantera right Uh, (laughs) all right so sorry for that man um before we close it out i have one final quote that i want to leave you with yes and this is from officer bilkins in fast and furious if you want more time get a magazine (laughs) <laughs> like Time Magazine. That was one of my favorite quotes from that movie. <laughs> yeah. If you need more time, get a magazine. <laughs> it was very like, ugh, hard-boiled cop drama, you know. Exactly. Click, 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 click. Like, just... Uh... I forgot about that. That's funny. <laughs> if you need more time, get a magazine. Thank you guys for listening. We were super excited to talk about uh, Fast and Furious. We're going to keep doing that responsibly. Um, so as not to alienate <laughs> <Responsibly>. everyone <laughs> sparingly <laughs> yeah very sparingly um so all right well i guess until next time guys that's i no, fucked it up part. i fucked it up <laughs> i totally fucked it up <laughs> wait say it again until next time that's the end oh oh <laughs> 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 <laughs>